So they're kind of like puffy. They want to be in the video. <laughs> they they <laughs> want you, it all. Hey, hey, if you want to come to a sports radio show where the producer ain't all up in the video and all up on the songs, come to Rehab Sports Guys. Shout out to Suge Knight, and I hope they lock you under the jail. <laughs> he, did you, so Suge Knight a couple years ago during the shooting of uh, Straight Outta Compton, like ran over somebody in the car, I hope they lock you up. Twelve ounce sports radio. Quench your sports thirst. We are the Rehab Sports Guys. Live on twelve ounce sports radio.com the point two OZ Sports Radio.com. Let's get it. And we are live on twelve ounce sports radio. This is the Rehab Sports Guys. I'm in the building with Jay Will and the villain. Actually, I would like to clear something up. My Twitter name is now RSG underscore J Will Wizard because I am the Wizard of Sports. Welcome into the show, guys. How's everybody doing? We're good. Hey, and uh, Loudbeard, you are the Loudbeard. We've been through this. You are not. Oh, well, did you try and. Brookshire, are you still trying to get away from Chris and Mac? Like, is that still a thing? Like, are you really trying to get away from him? Because I saw you were working things out with Jesse on Twitter. Oh, no, no. What I see all things. Was, I changed my Twitter name, and then he said he was a sports guru trying to take my old name. <laughs> like, I wasn't going to notice what was going G- on. No, he was trying to say RSG. No, you ain't part of RSG. Gimmick infringement. Yeah, I see. He tried to take my, uh, I was a uh, RSG youthless sports now. I was like, no, that's me. That's me. I have a question. So, would 12 Ounce be mad if, like, somehow What's Up Sports and Scout Team and us formed, like, a super sports radio team? But that would have to be, like, a three-hour show because we all talk way too much. No, that'd have to be, like, all day long, and we ain't got time for all that. Oh, no. No, it'd be, like, eight of us sitting in a room yelling at each other. And we would all get fired. <laughs> Jeff would just call the middle show, like, what are y'all doing? 12 Ounce would just be kaboom. It would be done. Like, what are y'all doing? Like, can we have some structure, please? Hey, shout out to Craft uh, Craft Beer Sports. I checked y'all's show out, and I tweeted at y'all, and y'all followed me, so appreciate it. Uh, y'all are hilarious. Um, if y'all haven't checked them out before, check them out, because they have a segment, and because I'm trying to get a job in this business, and I have to follow SEC guidelines, I have to edit what their segment is called, but they have a This Mother Effort Right Here segment every week and it is absolutely hilarious but uh i might have to check them out too yeah they're pretty good uh i, I can't wasn't there another new one that just came on well they're not new they have like 137 episodes up or something it's something ridiculous but i i don't know if they're new to 12 ounce but i think they're new to 12 ounce so new to 12 ounce but they have a lot of episodes up and they're pretty good um yeah so there's a lot of changes going on at the station but you know we'll keep it under wraps until somebody that is more important to me says we can say stuff but yeah we got some things in the works we don't know for sure i mean until things get announced we'll we'll keep it under wraps but i do have an announcement for the rehab sports guys that i would like to make towards the end of the show but you'll have to stay tuned for that but we're going to lead into uh the rsg top five rsg top five is brought to you by event tickets go to 12 on sports 12OunceSportsRadio.com and click on uh, the event tickets tab on any page and order your tickets through event through uh, 12 Ounce Sports Radio and get a discount through us. Hey, you want to start with your top five? Man, y'all just let me go first every week. 
I'm well, mad you, at you. Well, Y'all, like you like you said, you are the entertainment. I am the entertainment, and if you listen to this show. Or if you know me or have ever spoken to me, y'all already know who my number one, number one pick of all time is. I know, I know, I know. Who? Ian, Ian. Does his name start with an L? Yes. Does his last name end with an S? Yes. Uh, LeBron James? Yes. Yes, I knew it. I was trying to think of something really funny. Um, who was the bicycle dude? Um, Lance Armstrong. I was oh, really yeah. hoping his name started with it as yeah. LeBron James is my number one. Listen, four MVPs, three NBA titles. He's gonna blow the goat Michael away in every statistical category. He's been to the finals in every stop of his career. So Cleveland, the first time, went to the finals, won two championships in Miami, won a championship for the city of Cleveland, which hadn't happened in fifty years. I don't have to go any any further. And listen, if you don't like LeBron James, please send me all your hate tweets so we can debate because I love nothing more. So with that being He's said... He's not wrong. Yeah. He does love doing that. Yeah, people just love to hate on LeBron. And shout out to LaShannon Sharp and um, <laughs> La Eddie House, as Skip called him the other day, because he was, God forbid, someone say something good about LeBron. Even though Skip was kind of fair in some of his points he made about LeBron going to L.A. My number two pick, staying with L.A., would be the greatest point guard of all time, Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson was drafted number one out of Michigan State in 1979, I think. And so, greatest point guard, Showtime Lakers, five NBA championships, three MVPs. Magic speaks for himself, and he now is a GM of the team that LeBron James plays for. Well, Magic's the president. Uh, Rob Palenka's a GM. Yeah, but that pretty much Palenka's not going to do anything without... Uh... Is it safe to say that Magic is the Lakers? Yeah. Magic is the Lakers. For all you Kobe fans, yeah. Magic is the Lakers. Yes, he is. He is the best player to ever play for the Lakers. Ooh, and, I don't... Yes. I think it's debatable. And he is also... Best career Laker. Because Kareem came there after Kareem had already had success in Milwaukee. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you that. He's he better is, than Kobe. And he not only is he the best player to ever play there, in my opinion, but... He's also like the advertising and basically the the marketing face for the Lakers. And like, he he was that before he even had a job with them. Yeah. Like when you think of LA, you think of Dr. Dre and Magic Johnson. Yeah. If if I mean, and then Hollywood, of course. But in music, Dr. Dre is LA. Yeah. Like. And even though Pac lived in L.A., like, Dr. Dre is L.A. Dr. Dre is Compton. Dr. Dre, Ice Cube, and soon-to-be LeBron. I don't in. know. I, I'd probably put... I'd put Pac up there with, with Dre, though. Yeah, but he's he, he's kind of like like Kareem. He's from the East Coast. True. But, I mean, Pac was... I mean, Pac really forwarded the West Coast music movement. But we're getting off topic here. My number third is Ken Griffey Jr., sweetest swing in baseball. If King Griffey Jr. hadn't been injured the last 10 years of his career, he would have obliterated every single record in in baseball. He still ended up like with 600-plus home runs. He would have had over 3,000 hits. You did not run on King Griffey Jr. King Griffey Jr. had a cannon. One of my favorite baseball players to watch. I've heard rumblings over the years that later in his career, he wasn't always the greatest locker room dude. Listen, y'all can't tell me anything about King Griffey Jr. Um, made the backwards hat cool in baseball. Um, my number four, Mario Lemieux, 
I threw a hockey guy in here. Uh, number one draft pick for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Gave us our first two Stanley Cups. To me, the second greatest hockey player of all time minus uh, Wayne Gretzky. And, yeah. I, and I'm biased, but yeah, Gretzky was the greatest hockey player that ever lived. He was. And Sidney Crosby's not anywhere close to that. And I like Sid the Kid, but I'm still mad at you for winning that dang Olympics or World Cup or whatever that was in hockey. I think it was the Olympics. He won yeah. the Olympics in the championship game with that goal in overtime against the USA. Sorry, Sid. USA kind of trumps the Penguins on most days. And then my fifth one is a guy I didn't get to see much of until later in his career, but he has the drive against the Cleveland Browns, who is not going to win the Super Bowl this year at What's Up Sports, at Beck, whatever your Twitter handle is, it's our station owner. John Elway is one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game. And you know what's really funny about John Elway is people give LeBron heck for losing all of these NBA finals, but no one ever get, no one ever brings up the fact that Elway got blown out in three Super Bowls before he won two, when really he was like the fifth best player on the team. But I love John Elway, great quarterback, one of a legend. Yeah. I would I would argue he's for him to be the best quarterback of all time. Yeah, I mean I think he's in the discussion. It's him, Montana, Brady, in my opinion, and I and y'all know how I feel about Tom Brady on this show. But yeah, like come on, if you watch football, John Elway was a master. Agreed. We'll see how good of he is at a GM when he doesn't have Peyton Manning and a stacked defense. Right. But that wraps up my top five. Once again, you can follow me at RSG underscore J Will Wizard. And I just said that because I love my Twitter handle. <laughs> All right. I guess I'll go ahead. Uh, for my top five, I'm just going gonna, gonna to start mine out a little bit different. Um, I'm going to go with Shaq on mine. I, to me, in my opinion, he's probably the third best Laker, which is, which is weird because I'm going to put him and Magic as my one and two. But... Those guys, the, the way that Shaq played the game of basketball, man, he just, he reinvented the way centers played the game. At, at, at that point of where the league was, because they had went away for a while from your prototypical big man hulking center that would just roll over people and dunk on your head. Like they they stopped doing that for a while. Now it now they stop doing it again. Now I mean. There'll never be another Shaq. Oh no, he was the most dominating player of his era. He he was arguably the most dominating NBA player ever. Him and Wilt Chamberlain, yes. Yeah. And like Hakeem Hakeem was close for me. Like I was really, really close to putting Hakeem up there, but He plays for Houston. No, it <laughs> no, has kidding. nothing to do I love <laughs> as somebody who had no sports bias as a kid, I loved Hakeem. Hakeem like, was. I did love Hakeem. He has like the greatest nickname ever, Hakeem the Dream. Yeah. And the dream and a and a, and a move called the Dream Shake. Yeah. Hakeem was like right on my borderline in my top five. He was fringe. So my one was Shaq. My my two was Magic. My three was King Griffey Jr. That hands down may not even even as a Ranger fan. I I absolutely loved 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 King Griffey Jr. And that's hard for me to put him above Chipper because I'm a Braves fan. Chipper Jones, another one of my fringe guys. Loved, loved, loved Chipper Jones. Um, Alex Rodriguez, he's a guy I wouldn't put in my five, but he's one that a lot of people could and probably should put there, but I can't do it. Cause I have no love for people who use steroids. 
and again, in any any level of sports, I have no respect for him. I'll lose all respect for you as an athlete. Let me ask you a question real quick. Do you think you would be a better dishwasher if you did steroids? No. Okay. I'd just be slow. <laughs> okay. So who do you have in your top five so far? Because you named like 19 people. Yeah, I'm kind of throwing lumping all of so my... So you have King Griffey Jr. and Shaq so far, right? Shaq, Magic, and, uh, and Griffey. And Griffey. Um... To put one in the NFL, God, this absolutely kills me to do it. Peyton Manning. Whoa. He just stole my whole damn list. He stole my half of my list. <laughs> and, I mean, I, I mean, even as a Titans fan, they're the things that Peyton Manning did when he was an Indy are godlike. Like, oh, yeah. I've, I've never seen a quarterback that was that dominant at his position ever, like, Elway might come close. Or Aikman might come close. There there won't be another Peyton. I will say this, though. There's only been one other quarterback that has dominated a division like Peyton has. Aikman. Tom Brady. True. This is true. Those two guys in our era are the only two that have ever like cleaned out of division for like 10 years running. That's fair. Yeah. In the last 20 years, like, yes, the Cowboys, but they didn't do it for 10 years straight. They no, had, and, and the other teams in their division were, uh, they, they were they were good. They didn't just, like, dominate that division. Like, then, like the Steelers haven't really dominated the AFC North because Baltimore has been relevant most yeah. of the time. Awesome. And also, I'm, I'm, since I'm still in both of y'all's lists, I'm just going to have to put the one, I, the one athlete I hate more than anybody of all time, and that's LeBron. He, he's the clear-cut like top five guy like probably number one guy is for all the people that say they hate lebron and i get it and but like you cannot deny the fact that as a number one pick did he not live up to the hype and then more oh he did and he actually helped carry the nba and he's the reason and whether you like it or not but this athletes being able to move and create these teams lebron started that lebron's the reason guys get their max contracts now because when he left miami he and Chris Paul decided, you know what? If we're the best players in the league, we're not taking less than the max because that screws everybody else in the league. And so, hate LeBron, but absolutely. And he, the man has his faults. He's not perfect. I mean, he's the perfect basketball player, but, you know, besides the fact he doesn't have a clutch team. But, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I would have put LeBron in my top five because I'm a big LeBron fan, but I knew Jesse was being the fact that he's from Akron, so I left that be. My number one would have to be Chipper Jones because I grew up a diehard Braves fan because not only I love Chipper because of the Braves, but I was a switch hitter when I was a kid. So that's kind of, that was the standard was Chipper Jones. And I even heard him in an interview when he got inducted, he was like, they're like, so how'd you like hone your crap? How'd you make sure? He was like, it was hard. Like there were some years where my right hand and I was hitting great and then my lefty wasn't there and i'd work so hard trying to get lefty there my right side would fall back down so it's like he had to work so hard to keep them level with each other so that you couldn't just game plan but all right we're going to throw a lefty at chipper or we're going to throw a righty at chipper to make him bat the other way and also he also said they asked how did you become such a power hitter later in your career he said i just hit, hit gaps that's all i focused on hitting gaps and then eventually I got big and strong enough where those gaps ended up being over the wall. 
Shiver was phenomenal. Yes. Like, lived up to all the hype as a number one pick, which is hard to do in baseball. Especially as an 18-year-old kid. Yeah. Yeah, Chipper. And, and the thing about Chipper, too, he had the added pressure of the fact that he was an Atlanta Brave playing for the poster of Atlanta sports, or arguably Georgia sports. So he was the hometown kid playing for the hometown team of the biggest franchise of pro sports in the state of Georgia. Yes. So he had all the added pressure of that, and then he still lived up to the hype. First ballot Hall of Famer, 97% of the vote. Absolutely. Like, the 12 people that didn't vote for Chipper Jones. Or the same people that didn't vote for Griffey. Or the same one yeah. person who didn't vote for LeBron for the unanimous MVP yeah. that one year. The, yeah. Or they're Mets fans. Someone, the thing about Chipper that. is the fact that I think he was from, like you say, he was from northern Florida, so. He, he went to Georgia from, Tech. Yeah, he's from that area, so. Uh, number two, I went with Shaq out of LSU. He could have went number one probably every year he was at LSU. He oh, was, yeah. He was just a freak, and he had to finally leave because he wanted to stay. He had to finally leave because of, uh, he just, people were trying to hurt him. Yes. Because it was so big and so, but go look at video. of Yes, he was a monster in L.A., but him in Orlando, oh, my God, he was. He was bringing down the, like, they had to invent a rule that said that if you brought the goal down, it was an automatic technical foul for your team because it took 35 minutes to replace the goal when Shaq would bring the goal down. Yeah. Like, that really happened, kids, if you don't know anything about Shaq. Dude's a monster, dude. He's oh. still a monster. It's like oh ridiculous. yeah, he's still a, he's still a massive human being. Like I saw a picture of him and Tyron Smith, the the left tackle of the Dallas Cowboys, who is not a small human being. My I might add you, but Shaq made him look like a child. Yes, they took a he picture. Did. I was like, oh my goodness. All right, hold but, on real quick. Hold on quick. Chris America at Rehab Sports guys seem to love their athletes who shrink in championship games. Listen. A lot of them dudes who don't shrink in championship games weren't number one overall picks. So we have to stay true to the guys who got drafted number one overall. And so, yeah. And Chris, uh, real sports guru, Chris, that's ridiculous. At Chris Scout Team, if you have your top five, we would love to hear from you, buddy. This isn't going to help you get on the rehab sports guys, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Number three. We, we don't take bribery on this show. Okay, so you want to talk about dudes shrinking championship games. Number three, Tim Duncan. Oh, I bet he didn't shrink in no championship games. I hate the Spurs, but Tim Duncan, yeah. I, I don't despise the Spurs. I respect the Spurs, but being a Mavs fan, I, I, growing up, I kind of bothered me. But you got to respect where respect is due. And what Tim Duncan did in his career, he did it the correct way. And as all Spurs do. Uh, number four, Peyton Manning. I love the whole Manning family minus Eli. Because Eli played with the Giants, but I don't, I don't hate Eli. I've never hated the Giants or anything, but you just can't come out and say as a Cowboys fan that you like them. So, or people will try and like cut your head off. I hate Eli. So uh, I hate Eli because people are like Eli's better than Peyton. Stop it! Can I stop it? Can I clarify that real quick? I hate Eli the football player. I don't know Eli Manning. I don't hate the man. Can I say? Can I just say? As an overall player, talent-wise, no, Eli's nowhere close to Peyton. But as far as 
what he's accomplished with his career, yes, he's better than Peyton. He's take accomplished out, take out two, two years. years. Take out two years. He's two better. Years. He was better in the playoffs. In two years. In two yeah. years. How many times did he make the playoffs? I, I know what you're saying, game? though. And, and, like, because Peyton, I don't even count Peyton's last Super Bowl because that team carried I'm not him. even just talking about the fact that he's won more championships. I'm talking no, about No, they have the same amount. And, he's, and he was good in two playoff years. They missed the playoffs, like, 70% of his career. And that's why I get mad at the Eli fans. And I know we're not talking about Eli, but dude, like, come on, dude. Like, I watch, if you watch Eli Manning play football, he's led the league in interceptions three times, and his career percentage is under 60%. Sorry. I just want to say, which one changed the whole way you play the game of quarterback now? Peyton. Okay. Case over. Uh, number five is kind of out there, and a lot of people probably wouldn't even think it, but this guy was an absolute monster. Bruce Smith. Yes. He was an absolute monster in Buffalo all those years they decided to lose to the Dallas Cowboys. But that's... All those years they lost the Super Bowl (laughs) to teams from the NFC East. Yes. (laughs) They lost to every team in the NFC East except the Eagles. Oh, speaking of NFC East, we will be talking about that later. Y'all need to tune into that. Yes, we will. But now I've gotten through my top five. And I didn't add Griffey because obviously Jesse, I knew Jesse would talk about it. But hey, we're up on our first break. Y'all come on back with us. We'll be right back. Interviews, special guests, and the recap of the week's news and headlines and box scores and results. It's Beck's Work Week in Review live on 12 Ounce Sports Radio every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Based on your geolocation, upcoming events will be listed, or you can search by your zip code. That's event tickets page of 12 Ounce Sports Radio, where you'll find a promo code that'll get you a big discount on your first purchase. Get in the game. Visit the radio station at 12OunceSports.com. It's 12OunceSportsRadio.com. Radio.com. Spell it out for them. With the OZ. 12OZSportsRadio.com. Good job, Stack Guy. to your favorite show, go to the event tickets page, enter your zip code, and save that easy. 12ozsportsradio.com To speak with a representative about a price for your growing business at 877-779-3860. Again, that's 877-779-3860. Click that banner, enter your course of choice or zip code, find a tea time you like, book that tea time, and you'll get up to 50% off courtesy of 12 Ounce Sports Radio. Book like a pro, even if you don't play like one. Twelve ounce sports radio, quench your sports thirst. Brought to you by Rally House, your city, your style, show your colors. Hey, who likes to go to concerts? Who likes to go to games? 
I know I do. And now you can buy event tickets on 12OunceSportsRadio.com. Just go up to the menu page and look for the event tickets tab and sign up today. And you can search by your zip code or we use your geolocation. You get $20 off your first purchase only on 12OunceSportsRadio.com. Hey guys, it's Ian here from Rehab Sports Guys. You can now book tea times on 12 Ounce Sports Radio. Just go to 12OunceSportsRadio.com and scroll to the bottom of any page in there. There you'll see a banner that says, Book Like a Pro. Click the banner, enter your course, or enter a zip code. Then select a tea time of your choice. You'll get 50% off each time you book through 12 Ounce Sports Radio. So book your next round at 12OunceSportsRadio.com. 1-2-O-Z-SportsRadio.com. Brought to you by Rally House, your city, your style, show your colors. And welcome back to the Rehab Sports Guys Live on 12 Ounce Sports Radio. And we will be getting into some cool little debates that I've made some polls for the Rehab Sports Guys Twitter page uh, this week. You might have seen them. Uh, one was the Dion, Charles Woodson, and Terrell Revis debate. Because I had seen something about the Charles Woodson Revis debate, and I was like, well, that's a cool debate for who's the second best corner in the last 20 years. But let's all agree that Dion's number one. Absolutely. Can I ask a question about Charles Woodson? Yes. Does he have a cool nickname? Who? I mean, not Charles really. Woodson. That he's number three in my book. They called Re- they called it Revis Island for a reason. People would like literally line up on the opposite field. Now, who's the best cornerback of all time? We all are in agreement here. Deion Sanders. Yeah. I don't care who you bring up. And you can bring up some dude from the 1950s that didn't throw the ball enough back then. I don't care. I've watched enough Dion film, enough Dion tape. To, you just watch the way the dude played the game. It was ridiculous. Um, and that's not a knock on Charles Woodson. He is the only defensive player to win the Heisman in, like, forever. And Charles Woodson was great. Charles Woodson benefited from the fact that he was good for a very long time. And he when played. Revis fell off, Revis fell off a cliff. Can I put one corner that's probably not ever, not going to get the love he received? And again, I will quit I'm the radio not show. E- I'm not even close. To okay, that. I was just making sure. Who? Charles Tillman. Mm. Peanut. Yeah, I think he's super underrated. He's one of the most underrated defensive backs I've ever, ever, ever seen in the league. Peanut was amazing. What about the corners that are playing today? Is there anybody that's in this corner class, like your Josh Normans, your... Patrick Peterson. Your Patrick Petersons. I would have to go your with Patrick Peterson. Richard Sherman's, and yes, I get that people say Richard Sherman benefited from a system. And he plays for your 49ers, so you might learn to like the guy. I doubt That's it. not ever happening. Look at me when I tell you. Listen to me when I tell you. Richard Sherman. Period. Whoa. Just I'm sorry, right man. There. Like I have no respect for him, no love for him. Like I hate that guy. Absolutely hate that guy. Okay, well, you don't like Richard Sherman, but for the time that he was in the league, talking just football. Now he's not anywhere near my top five. I was just bringing up names of guys in the league. Let's just put it. Let's just state it the way it is. If he didn't have Chancellor and Earl in the back in the defensive backfield with him, he would have been nothing more than just a borderline top ten corner. Okay, okay. And remember, don't get us fired. Sorry about that. Oh, you're fine. It's all good. People <laughs> slip up. We're sorry, FCC. But anyways, yeah, like so. So when it comes to cornerbacks, it's hard because like. 
I get what people say about Richard Sermon. I get when people say, oh, he's a system corner because the rest of their defense was so good. The play that he made against Crabtree in that championship game, and I get why people dislike Richard Sermon. I think Richard Sermon is actually a very thoughtful person. I don't agree with everything that he says, but I want my athletes to be... Um, I want them. I want, and, and maybe this is me differently because I'm I'm a Steelers fan. and We've never had great cornerbacks. We've had good I don't safeties. Know. I mean, y'all have had y'all have had some pretty solid. Y'all haven't had like any one corner that was overly like top five, top ten level corner. But y'all have had guys that were great, doing a really good job at their job. Can we name them? William Gay. William Gay is one of my most hated Steelers of all time. Now you say Ike Taylor. Yeah. Ike Taylor was good, but. William Gay, early in his career, was good, but I've watched him get torched so many times. Um, I don't know. Anytime I ever watched him play, he was at least solid. Maybe it was Bryant McFadden. Maybe it was that maybe. guy that always was getting burned. Who? But I tell you, it was also the guy that Tebow got his 70-yard completion. That, so now people can say, he threw for 300 yards against the Steelers. He, threw eight, he completed eight to nine passes in that game. He had 200 yards before the overtime throw. So... And we're getting off to a totally different debate, but are we in any disagreement that Dion is the best cornerback of all time? Oh, you know I'm. That's who I'm riding with. I ride with Dion everywhere. Someone yesterday on one of those shows, and I don't remember when the show was, but I, I, what happens is a lot of these TV shows I watch on YouTube, so I watch them after the fact. But they were saying numbers never lie. Numbers lie all the time. Chris America just hit hit us with his top five from earlier. What are they? Uh, he said number one, Ken Griffey. Mm-hmm. Number two, Bo Jackson. Number three, Tim Duncan. Number four, Magic Johnson. And number five, Daryl Strawberry. Okay, Chris America, I got one question for you. Which sport are you talking about Bo Jackson in? And my other question, question is, didn't Chris America say that we were picking a bunch of guys that flopped in championship games, but then he, t- most of those were our top five. Bo Jackson doesn't have a championship. And Daryl Strawberry, to my knowledge, doesn't. He was on the '86 Mets team that won the World Series. But talk about a see. I love Daryl Strawberry. Daryl Strawberry was just a supreme waste of talent because of drug addiction, okay, and because th- there's even a book coming out about Daryl Strawberry was claiming he used to bang chicks. I'm sorry. Daryl Strawberry used to engage in sexual intercourse with fans in, in between innings. I'm not making this up. Oh my god! But yes, that happened. I'm not. I, I had a book. It was a night. It was about the 1993 Mets. It was called the worst. And I have this book somewhere in my house. It's called the worst team money can buy. It was like him, Bobby Bonilla, who is still getting a million dollars every year till like 2025 or something because he prorated his contract. By the way, probably the smartest player of all time. Bobby Bonilla, absolutely. And then he's also still getting paid from like the Baltimore Orioles or somebody, or the Chicago White Sox or somebody. So Bobby Bonilla sitting in his house is getting a check every year for like one point two two million dollars a year. But as as a, I like that top five because I didn't realize that Daryl Strawberry was the number one overall pick. Another one I would throw in there is Michael Vick. Michael Vick was one of the most exciting players of all time. I feel like there's something going on the Twitterverse. Oh, no. It was a message for... Boo has to go do something real quick for my wife. Okay. Yeah, well, he was parked in the wrong spot. Uh-oh. We needed our own studio, but this is what we got for now. Hey, I mean, real but, life happens even when you're talking sports, so... <laughs> ah! Sound. Uh, but 
to add on to what you were saying, to kind of get us back into where we were going with it, the main debate was supposed to be Revis versus Charles Woodson, and it went everywhere around that. But uh, I think it's, you could argue either one. There's two arguments I could make either way. Charles Woodson played longer. Longer in longevity. He played as long as Peyton Manning. And he was better for more. We really remember Revis from the Jets, right? Yeah. Like, Charles Woodson was good for the Raiders, and he also played for the Packers, right? Yeah, for a little bit. But, I mean, most of his stuff is the Raiders. Like, just like most people are going to remember Peyton. Uh, not Peyton. Pey- basically, you're going to remember Peyton Manning for his Indianapolis Colts, not his Denver Broncos. I think that Charles Woodson being the class act that he is and not being a super vocal, animated guy kind of takes away from, like... We we seem to remember the showboat guys, right? He never he never talked himself up or anything yes, like that. Yes, he just did his job and he was very good at it. Charles Woodson was amazing, so I don't want people to think that I'm out here knocking Charles Woodson for not having a cool nickname. Revis and and so the question becomes: Do we look at people's entire careers or do we look at their primes? Because some some guys like Griffey, when we talked about baseball, yeah. Griffey's prime was so ridiculous that we just discount the last ten years. Yeah, even though we had a couple thirty homer seasons, Pujols is another one. Yeah, and so we look at guys like Peyton Manning's prime was just and his prime was really long. Yeah, and so when guys fall off, we're just like, eh, we just act like that never happened. But then you get guys like LeBron, whose prime has been so long and there has been no decline. Someone said this the other day. They said Brady has never shown any signs of falling off. That's absolutely false. He got benched in a game in Kansas City because he was awful. And then last year, was it last year when they got blown out by Kansas City the first game of the season? He was awful. Now, Brady has always been able to rise in big moments. Yeah. So, in Charles Woodson's case, he was good for a long period of time. Revis became a liability at the end of his career, but his prime was so ridiculous that they named him Revis Island where people just did not throw the ball his way. Revis reminds me a lot of Dion in the fact that fact you say is he's not going to have a lot of interceptions only because... Nobody in their right mind was throwing to Deion Sanders. And you know more about how the game of football is actually played. Like, you can read defenses. You can watch film better than I can. So, explain to the people out there that the cornerback position is not just about interceptions. It's about coverage. It's about pass deflections. It's about locking your guy down so the quarterback cannot throw the ball to that side of the field. This is why I get so uptight when people are like, oh, he let blah, blah, blah go for 200 yards on him. Well, guess what? He's not – if they're playing like Richard Sherman's defense, they do this. They don't chase anybody. They play their side of the field. Right. So, but Dion, he didn't care. He was following you everywhere. See, so, that's kind of different. So uh, See, that's kind of the – and completely off topic from what you are talking about. Well, it's not really completely, but it's football related. That's kind of why I'm so confident in what – the Titans secondary is going to do this year and why why I think Malcolm Butler is going to have such a good year is because cause he has a safety behind him who can play, who can cover one half of the field and the defensive backfield on his side of the ball like at free safety he can just play this whole side oh like, you're talking about uh, crap. Kevin Bayard yeah Bayard's a beast like he can completely cut hit between whatever corner he's paired up with on that side of the field will lock that side of the field down. I mean, 
as simple yeah. as that it's the other end of the field where it's where it's the second tier corners and like and your other safety that's not so good that'll make uh what's your head coach's name i don't remember it Brable. Mike Brable. Brable. It'll make his job a lot easier yeah. and the defense coordinator's job a lot easier because now Cause they, you can, know, they can roll coverages to the other side. So you can send help to the other side knowing that you've got uh, Malcolm Butler and Bayard on the other side that can lock it down. Yeah. So that helps you as a coaching staff is rolling everything the other way. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you back in the day, Jimmy Johnson loved Deion Sanders because he was just like, all right, wherever Deion is – Everybody else on defense focused the other side because Deion's got his. Mm-hmm. So that's why these corners like Darrell Revis and Deion Sanders are so important. And now in today's game, you people like uh, Patrick Peterson deserve massive paydays is because they're making your life as a defensive coordinator so much easier. And then people will nitpick stats and be like, oh, well, Peterson got burned for 120 yards that game. Listen – Nobody's perfect. Everybody has a bad game now. Well, not even that. It's just they throw the ball so much more, the stats are always going to be inflated. So I guess the whole theory of this entire debate, if you would like to put a topic on it, is that numbers lie all the time. Now, some numbers are undeniable. But you can look at a guy, like this is what I always get with this with Kirk Cousins. It's like, yeah, his numbers are inflated because he threw the ball 40 times. Did they equate to wins? Why did he throw that many times? Why would he have to throw that many times? Oh, wait, they were losing. That's why. And they didn't have a running game. So you got to look at all factors. When That's why football stats, I get drove nuts. Okay, I mean, I love Drew Brees, but guess what? Why do you think he throws 4,000 yards every year? Drew Brees is one of my favorite quarterbacks of all time, and his numbers are absolutely super inflated because for years I didn't focus on running the football. So Brees was out here, and a lot of times the Saints were down. Now, does that take away from the fact that – Drew Brees is a Hall of Fame quarterback. No. Absolutely not. He belongs in the Hall of Fame. He's probably going to pass Peyton Manning at some point for the most touchdowns of all time. But you're telling me that Drew Brees was an overall better quarterback than Peyton Manning? I, no. I would say no. But, I, this okay, this basic topic is, like you said, numbers. And I have a big problem with, like you said, inflated numbers and people trying to use numbers just like uh, – What's a team? Uh, maybe a team like Golden State or Houston Rockets that are scoring 130 points a game versus, uh, let's say, Boston that's going to score 90 to 100 to win. That's what they. That's how they want to play. Well, you look at stats, you're like, oh, the star player on the Rockets, James Harden, is getting so many more points than Kyrie. I'm just throwing an right. example. Yeah, I'm not I'm making this argument. But you look at it, what you really need to look at is percentage use. That's where all this usage rate and all this stuff comes from is people are actually trying to find true stats. But that's why I hate straight up stat for stat for stat. Like LeBron versus uh, James Harden this year, people were going stat for stat. I hate that because that's not explaining the whole story. Because guess what? Uh, James Harden can get five assists and – garbage time and nobody everybody's going, oh he got a triple double well he didn't have a triple double till like two minutes left in the games right and the funny thing is lebron beat him in every stat except for points per game but then it's like how do you equate somebody's stats to the success of their team right so james harden's stats are important to what the houston rockets did and because the mvp has become 
except for when Russell Westbrook won it because he averaged a triple-double. You know what's really funny? They act like the triple-double was such a big deal two years ago when Russell Westbrook won the MVP. He did it a second time and didn't even wasn't even a finalist for the MVP. And they had pretty much an identical record. Yeah. It, like, Russell Westbrook's stats were pretty much the same as they were the year before. The, the NBA is always looking for that new guy. That's why you're, the NBA, when you look at it t- 10 years from now, you're going to have a bunch of one-time MVPs. Because, hey, let's not give it to LeBron because he's obviously the MVP every year. Because if LeBron doesn't play, look at his team stats. Really? The MVP of the Houston Rockets is Chris Paul. Because we saw we see what happens when Chris Paul doesn't play for the Rockets. We also see what happens when LeBron doesn't play. Like LeBron has to play all forty eight minutes or they're gonna get blown out off the floor. It's like it's kinda like what baseball is with Mike Trout. It's like we have to find somebody that actually absolutely blows it out the water or else they're gonna give it to like the LeBrons and the and the Trouts of the but world. But if you look at Mike Trout's I, I agree with you, but if you, that then baseball has to do that because if you look at Mike Trout's advanced numbers they're killer every year. It's the year. same thing with the NFL. If, yeah, like Brady last year won the MVP. Was he, do I think he was the MVP? I don't know who else Absolutely would have been the not. MVP. But like you said, Mike Trout's a great argument. So Mike Trout would win the MVP every year because he does everything right and he does everything well. He's never going to be like he's never going to win a triple crown. But now this year, th- this year, this year, luckily, this. I was just saying. I did a hand signal. They all looked at me and stopped talking. <laughs> but what I was saying oh, I is, I was talking too loud. <laughs> no, 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 no. What I was saying is, Trout's never going to be up here than way down here. Up here than way. He's always going to stay level keel and give you what he needs. Because mm-hmm. the MVP this year should be JD Martinez. If you just look mm-hmm. at the oh numbers. my god, yeah. yes, like he could almost win the triple crown if his batting average was higher. Freddie Freeman could be up there too. Yeah. I mean, not, yes. not, and that's not even by, and oh, that's no, not Freddie even Freeman, biased. Freddie talk. Freeman's having a great year, but then you look at the other guys, and this is what's going to hurt JD Martinez. Mookie Betts is having a great year. See, Mookie. Jose Ramirez and Lindor are both having a good year. Our so boy from Arkansas on, is having a great year. But my Benetton. point is you have two guys yeah. on the same. Benetton. Who's, who's Benetton is having a great, having a great year, year. You look at those two guys that are on the same team, and so you're going to end up with some – like that's how Siravino is going to win the Cy Young this year. Boston uh, Red Sox are going to have the same problem Golden State Warriors have, is you end up with all these players that if we're doing it by themselves with these stats on oh, any yeah. other team would win the MVP, just like Steph and KD – it with the same Great stats argument. on any other team, they'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, they're the MVP hands down, but, well, now you're on the same team. Can you really have that argument? Same problem the uh, Cowboys had when Zeke and, Zeke went off. Well, that offensive line is so dope. Like, is it that hard? That and was the argument. played really well that year, Yeah, too. and he was in the MVP race, but I always knew that I was like, they're not going to consider him because they're on the same team, so they automatically get pushed to the side, which is fine, and, and that's all good and dandy, but – that's the it's stats and it's like when you have two dominant pitchers on the same pitching staff and it's like well the writers are going to split their vote between the two of them and that's how you get Felix Hernandez winning the Cy Young with 11 wins yeah because he had a great and I feel now if you watched baseball at that time you understood why Felix Hernandez only had 11 wins you look at that and you're like or maybe it was 13 it was some really low number but you look at it and it's like okay well look at how many like, Corey Kluber, and I know I'm biased for saying this, but I just talk about what I know about. Corey Kluber has had at least three games this year. Well, I'll say two because there's two I've watched. Where he pitched shutout baseball into, like, the seventh or eighth inning. He would go, like, seven and two-thirds, four hits, 13 strikeouts, no runs. W numbers. The problem is the score zero zero, yeah. And then the bullpen blows the game. So, Corey Kluber, 
Now he's had some bad games too. So that happened in the Felix Hernandez year. So that's why when people look at, like, we've changed the way we've looked at stats. Because if you look at wins, like, we're now coming up with Hall of Famers that are getting in, like, uh, Jack Morris just got into the Hall of Fame with a really high ERA. And that's the argument against Messina. But if you watch the game, like, Vladimir Guerrero just got in the Hall of Fame on the first ballot. I was shocked. But if uh, one of the writers made this point. If you watched Vladimir Guerrero with the Expos and early in the Angels' career and you watched him play baseball, you were like, that's a Hall of Famer. Did his numbers tell off at the end? So we get this. It used to be 500 hits. three. Uh, I'm sorry. 3,000 hits, 500 home runs, um, like thirty-five, like 300 wins. And then like a, you, you, you have to pretty much be top two in all-time saves to get in as a reliever. Now it's pitchers aren't pitching as long. So all, And then the game just play different. People aren't on steroids anymore. So you're not going to get that 600 and home run are guy. Are you going to excuse someone? All right, let me make this argument. Say a player plays 10 years and is the top of his craft every year. Or someone plays 20 years and is top five craft. Never was like an MVP type player or anything like that. Well, the player that played 20 years is going to have way better stats, right? Bartolo Colon is the perfect example. Okay, yeah. Because that ESPN asked if he's a Hall of Famer. I'm like, he has one, he has one Cy Young and he has a bunch of 15-win seasons and a bunch of years where he was in or trash. Sandy season. Koufax and Jackie Robinson are the are the perfect ten year examples. Where the baseball writers looked at Sandy Koufax, and the reason Sandy Koufax retired is because they thought his arm was going to fall off. Maybe not literally, but Sandy Koufax had uh, arthritis, and he was throwing so hard that his arm was literally going to like be hanging from the side of his arm. But if you looked at Sandy Koufax's prime, he was the best pitcher in baseball, hands down. Him and Bob Gibson. Jackie Robinson. Well, we obviously know why Jackie Robinson didn't only play 10 years. It's because they wouldn't let him in the game because of the color of his skin. So the baseball writers back then were good about saying, okay, 10 years, like that, they did it for Griffey. Griffey was the best player in baseball, him, McGuire, and Bonds for a 10-year period. The injuries, but they didn't hold that against him. But he also had the numbers to back it up. Can I ask a question? What yes. does that be, the hat stand for? This is a Brooklyn Dodgers hat. And he was just talking about Jackie I, I Robinson. I just didn't even realize I was wearing this hat. Dope. A lot of times I like I like the classic. I had hats. to point that out. My, my wife gets so mad because I have a million hats, and I never put them in the <laughs> hat box. And so then her sister gets me a hat rack, and I'm like, "That's like good for like half my hats." The only reason what? I'm dying laughing is I have a hat rack on the back of my bedroom door, and anytime you shut the door, their hats fall off, and my wife loses her mind. Which she granted should, but it's just funny because he says that. You know what's and, funny about this hat? I was trying to find a, an L.A. Dodgers hat because I just love the L.A. logo. Yeah. Mainly because of Ice Cube. Yeah. And I love the West Coast rap scene. And they didn't have one in my size. And then I saw this one and I'm like. Thought I do. So I was at a bar one time. I think I was at Slim's and someone was like, hey, man, that's a Brooklyn Dodgers hat. And I'm like, you're a baseball fan. And he was like, yep. And I was like, kudos for you knowing what to do. Because people are like, that a Red Sox hat? And I'm like, no, it's a Brooklyn Dodgers hat. Look at the color, bro. But, I mean, I get it because if you're not a baseball historical fan, you don't know this hat. No. I totally forgot I was even wearing this. So I, got I like thought eight I was shades a Brooklyn Dodgers hat, but then I was like, man, it might be a Red Sox, like uh, oh, blue can, can, Red Sox hat. Are, 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 we, are we taping any of this? Oh, yeah, this is all being – we're live on 12 on Sports Radio oh, no, right we're, now. Okay, are we, we have videotape for any no, of this? No, I'll turn it off. All right, well, dang it. Because I was going to like – for all the people who say that I hate Michael Jordan, I'd like to say that I am wearing Jordans today too, so – I mean, I can take a picture. Post it to Twitter later. Yeah, so we're going to take a picture for all you uh, Michael Jordan stands. With his grandpa socks on, too. Hold on, now, hold on, you, hold on. Probably, you've probably never seen these Jays because I bought them in Africa, but I bought them from the PX. Well, the next, because it was a Navy store. Shout out to the Navy for uh, making my life hell last year. 
But I love Stewie. If you're watching this, you're my boy. And uh, but yeah, these are Jays. Hold on. So this is the show that Jesse. Is, you can go to our Twitter page. So that Jesse is not a Jordan a hater. Jordan hater. He is actually paid for some Jordans. I actually paid for two pairs of Jordans while I was there. I had some running some black ones, and then um, let's just say that Djibouti, Africa, is one of the dustiest countries I've ever been in. That's saying a lot because I've been to West Texas and I've been to <laughs> I've been to Iraq. But yeah, them Jordans are now trash. But yes, love Michael the basketball player. But I feel like this is like the most off-topic show we have ever done. But I think uh, this is some- the off-topic section. We needed something to lead us into the second hour because the second hour is the meat of the show. Our second hour is going to be talking about all the divisions and then some other stuff that we won't tell you because yeah, you know, I we don't want you to listen to the archive. We want you to stay, stay. We want you to listen live. Yeah, uh, we will talk about the a- uh, NFC South, AFC East, and NFC East. When we come back, we're going to go to break. Interviews, special guests, and the recap of the week's news and headlines and box scores and results. It's Beck's Work Week in Review live on 12 Ounce Sports Radio every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Based on your geolocation, upcoming events will be listed, or you can search by your zip code. That's event tickets page of 12 Ounce Sports Radio, where you'll find a promo code that'll get you a big discount on your first purchase. Get in the game. Visit the radio station at 12OunceSports.com. It's 12OunceSportsRadio.com. Radio.com. Spell it out for them. With the O-Z. 12OZSportsRadio.com. Good job, Stack Guy. to your favorite show go to the event tickets page enter your zip code and save that easy 12ozsportsradio.com to speak with a representative about a price for your growing business at 877-779-3860 again that's 877-779-3860 Click that banner, enter your course of choice or zip code, find a tea time you like, book that tea time, and you'll get up to 50% off courtesy of 12 Ounce Sports Radio. Book like a pro, even if you don't play like one. (sighs) 12 Ounce Sports Radio, quench your sports thirst. Brought to you by Rally House, your city, your style, show your colors. Hey, who likes to go to concerts? Who likes to go to games? I know I do, and now you can buy event tickets on 12OunceSportsRadio.com. Just go up to the menu page and look for the event tickets tab and sign up today. And you can search by your zip code or we use your geolocation. You get $20 off your first purchase only on 12OunceSportsRadio.com. 
Hey guys, it's Ian here from Rehab Sports Guys. You can now book tea times on 12 Ounce Sports Radio. Just go to 12OunceSportsRadio.com and scroll to the bottom of any page in there. There you'll see a banner that says, Book Like a Pro. Click the banner, enter your course, or enter a zip code. Then select a tea time of your choice. You'll get 50% off each time you book through 12 Ounce Sports Radio. So book your next round at 12OunceSportsRadio.com. 1-2-O-Z-SportsRadio.com Brought to you by Rally House, your city, your style, show your colors. Live on 12 Ounce Sports Radio, I'm sorry, this is the Rehab Sports Guys. We're st- I am my own producer, so I make mistakes all the time. Did our last segment get recorded, though? Yes. Oh, so we just missed like 10 seconds of recording. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. I just didn't take So we're still winning. Hey, I want to shout out to my boy, Jerry Bowling, who just liked my, vid- my Facebook Live video promoting this show. So I want to make it a habit that if you follow or retweet, we will do our best to shout you out. But we're not perfect, so don't hold us to that because yeah, you can get over it. But we love you. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to get into the debate of who we think is going to win the AFC East. NFC East and NFC well, North. We're going to start yeah, with the AFC East because AFC this is going to take a lot of time. And I'm going to tell yeah. you who's going to win this division. The Buffalo Bills. I'm kidding. We know. You're fired. But wait a minute. No, no, no. I thought we all agreed. I thought we all agreed it was going to be the New York Jets. So I have a question real quick. Hypothetically, because I think the Patriots are going to win this division. I'm 99.9% sure. Yeah. What if Brady falls off a cliff this year? But we can't can't assume that's going to happen. No. But it's part of the discussion because, okay, let's look at the division. We have Tannehill coming off a knee surgery, so we have no idea if he can even is a halfway decent quarterback. We have no idea who's going to play quarterback for the Jets or the Bills. So we have the constant and Brady, but they lost Brandon Cooks. And Edelman's out for the first four games, and I have not seen their schedule. They still have Belichick. Is there a – and this is what me and Jimmy talked about with the AFC North. Not We're not talking about the AFC North, but it, he thinks that the Steelers are in for a down year. Is there, a, is there any chance that New England doesn't win this division? If Brady, like you said, but if Brady doesn't stay about, healthy, just think about the quarterback position. Uh, name the quarterbacks in Buffalo. Well, my, my favorite quarterback, Nathan, five interception, Peterman, AJ McCarron, AJ McCarron, who I think is underrated, and they also have the rookie uh, Josh Allen, who I think is overrated all over him. I don't think he's overrated. He's a rookie. I mean, I just think that people fall in love with arm talent. They yeah. fell in love with Ryan Miles' arm talent. They Jay fell Cutler. in love with Joe Flacco's arm talent. Matt Stafford's arm talent, who got a big contract because they made the playoffs twice. And I love Matt Stafford. I've been on air talking about how much I love Matt Stafford because he once dislocated his shoulder and then told the trainer to go F himself and then threw a two-point conversion with his left hand. So, yeah. Um, Okay, so the Patriots are probably going to win this division. Yeah. But take away – It's just quarterback play. Like, even if Peyton Manning does – I'm Peyton Manning. Even if Tom Brady does get hurt, I still trust – Brian Hoyer. Brian Hoyer with Coach Belichick to win games over all the other because quarterbacks he has that have Belichick, proven nothing. Because the Matt Castle year. Yeah, he took Matt Castle, who is a lot of dumpster trash, to 11 wins. That's like my buddy Jimmy on What's Up, What's Up Sports tried to tell me about the year the Dolphins won the division, and he was like, oh, yeah, I forgot that was the year Brady tore his ACL. Yeah. But we that's, were talking about one and fifteen, and then they had a good year next year because historically, if you go one and fifteen, you improve by like six wins the next year. That's my pick. If anything does happen 
to Brady, and that's hypothetically speaking, of but, course. But I think it's going to be Miami that does yeah, it, that wins is it. Miami arguably is Miami the sure? clear-cut second-best team in this division. Miami yes. lost and Dominic and Sue. Miami lost Jarvis Miami's Landry. defense was good last year. They lost Sue. They lost uh, Jarvis, is it Jarvis Landry. That's yeah, they did right. lose Jarvis I Landry. I forget his first name. So they lost him. Ryan Tannehill was having a decent year the year he got hurt, and then they went to the playoffs and lost to Pittsburgh. Um, okay, question. Oh, Adam Gates is the head coach in Miami. Mm-hmm. I'm not holding anything against Adam Gates because of yet, but I think this is the year he has to make an improvement because I you can make an argument that – who's Buffalo's head coach? Is it still Doug Maroney? Yes. No. Yeah, Doug Maroney. Yeah, yeah, because he was – no, that's Jacksonville's head coach. Buffalo, is it? No, you're right. It's uh, uh, oh, McDermott. Yeah, yeah, the young yeah, guy, yeah. McDermott, is their head coach. Yeah, because Maroney's yeah, now in, yeah. I was surprised he got the job, but he's in Jacksonville now. Yeah, there you are. So, I'm glad we got that right. We hate saying stuff wrong on the air, 12-ounce sports listeners and all of our other fans. I was really just trying to make this last five minutes, to be honest, guys, because I can't tell you. It's like the LeBron in, when he was in the East debate with Brady in this AFC East. Until... He's either one hurt or two actually loses the division outright. I'm going to go with Tom Brady and the Patriots because when's the last time they lost the division when he was healthy? You're right. I mean, if he's healthy, I, it's I, not even going to be a contest. I think it was the year he tore his ACL. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Any year he's not hurt, they win a division or home field or both. And you have to remember that two of those years the Jets went to the AFC Championship game. But they didn't win the division either year. So, you're absolutely right. It's because the, the Patriots got bounced early in one of those years, and then Rex Ryan beat, like, Rex Ryan used to give them fits until his teams fell off. Um, so, yeah, the Patriots are going to win that division, but I don't think it's going to be as lopsided as people think. But uh, the quarterback situations are so bad in those other places, but there's potential. Josh McCown has proven he can win games in this league. And like I said before, if your name is McCown or you were a or you went to Michigan State, or your name is Ryan Fitzpatrick, you are required to have a job in the NFL. First off, I just seen what you were talking about earlier. Uh, Chris Scout team changed his name. <laughs> <laughs> but Ario Sports, guys, what kind of season do you think Darnold and Allen will have this year? I don't think Darnold will see the field. I do. I don't. I think Teddy, Bridge, I, I, Teddy Bridgewater is healthy, and they have Josh McCown. Why would you start Darnold? McCown will be nothing. McCown will be nothing more than a than a tutor, basically. His name Bridgewater, is Josh, Bridgewater. His name is McCown. He's required to start games in the NFL. It's in his contract. That's your take, but I'm just telling you, he, he's going to be nothing more than a mentor. Why would you start Darnold? Um, he was your number one pick for a reason, and you're the Jets with no other no other choice. Your your number one pick is going to sit on the bench in New York. How do you think that's going to go? Over? Uh, oh, well, let me tell you how that's going to go. Especially, Todd Bowles is on the hot seat, and you think Todd Bowles is tying his future to a rookie quarterback? Especially if Bridgewater's hurt. Bridgewater's not hurt, though. I'm saying if he does get hurt. I thought we weren't doing hypotheticals. Okay. But I'm just saying, I think that Teddy Bridgewater will be their starter. But I'm saying, I do think that something will happen at some point, and we will see Darnold on the field. I don't think that's a ridiculous take. I think it's possible. Okay. I don't think you'll see Darnold till after their bye week or until at least eight games into the season. Yeah. So what about Josh Allen? 
Josh Allen wants to see the field. Okay, so who are their other two quarterbacks? A.J. McCarron and Nathan Five Pick Nathan Peterman. Peterman. Yeah, have y'all ever seen that movie, That's My Boy? With Adam Sandler and I think A.J. McCarron will win was that. like, Todd Peterman. I think about that every time I think about Nathan Peterman. I think this will be my thing. I think that Josh Allen will be their backup, but I don't see him taking the field. This year? This year. Okay, so does anybody know the backup quarterback in Miami? Because I have no idea who it is. Actually, I think I have. Actually, it's that. Osweiler. Oh yeah, they better yeah. hope they better hope he don't see the field. That dude is dumpster trash. I got yeah. all the backup quarterbacks right here. Hold on. We got we got Tannehill, Osweiler, McCarron, Peterman, Josh Allen, and then Brady and Hoyer. Ooh. Hoyer is extra. Man, garbage. can't none of them dudes get hurt. Because then you're gonna have a rookie quarterback or Bridgewater. I think But the But we're way past where we really thought this division was gonna be. But that was a good question. But of the backups, who do you trust more? You got Hoyer? Nope. Nope. Okay. Osweiler? Nope. Nope. Heck no. Nathan Peterman? Nope. nope. Bridgewater? Bridgewater will if be he's starting. If healthy, yes. I trust Bridgewater. Okay. No. Bridgewater will be starting. So, I, and honestly, okay, this I, is so you're going to you're gonna toss I up. I take Josh you, McCown over all those backup quarterbacks. Absolutely. And I would take a rookie Sam Darnold over all those quarterbacks. You know, you know what two of those guys have in common? They played for the Browns. <laughs> True. Hoyer and, and uh, McCown. That's not a good thing. And Osweiler, didn't he? Did Osweiler play for the Browns, too? No. He never played. He got traded there, and then they were Yeah, yeah so he, was, he was on the roster, though. It's like all them L.A. quarterbacks that got good when Jeff Fisher got fired. <laughs> I am going to take every opportunity Fisher. in this show to trash Jeff Fisher, just when it comes to quarterbacks. I, I'll, ne- I'll never, ever in my life have a bad word to say about Jeff Fisher, ever. He I, took us to a Super Bowl. That's all I need to know. Hey, man, that's, that's, that's cool. I'm not saying anything bad about the man, Jeff Fisher. I'm just saying he can't coach quarterbacks. All right. <laughs> That kind of wraps up the AFC East, in my opinion. Because, so, NFC East? Yeah. Let's get to this dumpsterness. I can't wait. Who's going to win the division, Cowboys fans? Hold on before we before we get on that real quick. Um, Scott, yeah, uh, breaking news about the Titans. America, Chris America said, I think if the Jets or Bills get eliminated from the playoffs by midseason, they will start those guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I agree. got to see what you got. You're paying the money. So. Especially when their coaches are on hot seats. Chris America, you're a genius. Thank you for telling us something. We love you, man. You're a genius. Yeah, you Real keep man t- of genius. <laughs> Chris America. Yes. Uh, sounds like a free agent. Hey, he's always trying to be a 12-month free agent. They're always trying to move everybody. We're going to get uh, to at the end of the show about but, whether they're serious about getting rid of one of their dudes off their show. Absolutely. That'll be the last segment. We'll be... Uh, are a big announcement and a debate about which scout team member we would want to add to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all have to stay tuned. But, uh, NFC East, okay. So you have the Cowboys, the Eagles, the Washington team, uh, and the New York Giants. So, so are we in agreement we're not going to say the name of the Washington team? I'm going to try really hard. I just call them the Washington R's. Or that trash football team in Washington. Wait a minute. Isn't one of the scout team dudes a big Washington R's fan? Loudbeard. Loudbeard. Your team is trash. You got rid of Kirk Cousins <laughs> for Alex Smith. 
And dude, you know oh your team is God. bad when your cornerbacks are like, oh my gosh, Alex Smith throws the ball really hard in practice. Like, really? Like, really? Like, and y'all tell me that Kirk Cousins is okay. Anyways, um, I digress. Philadelphia is winning this division because they have Carson Wentz and they have the Super Bowl MVP, who's not Carson Wentz, on their roster. And and as we're talking about this division, there's a debate with myself and more Cowboy fans going on in the poll. Surprise, surprise. Sorry, Cowboy fans. They're not winning the division. They're not even being top two. The Giants have higher playoff odds than the Cowboys, and I think they should. And they will. Because there is an over exaggeration that adding one running back to a team that won two games because their offensive line was trash, their quarterback play is trash when his receivers are hurt. And okay, so does anybody remember the last time that uh, Shermer was a head coach in the NFL? I know he coached the Browns, but still. So they have an unproven head coach. They have a rookie running back. They have trash trash Eli. Yes, Eli is trash at this point. He got benched for a reason by Principal McAdoo. Um, that, that, now, their receiving core is very, very interesting. They have a very good receiving core. I will give you that. So if Eli doesn't perform this year, you can either blank Eli or the offensive line. They have receivers. They have Sterling Shepard, Odell Beckham Jr. Didn't they, just, they have the Ingram guy. They just added somebody. Who, the um, Giants? You're talking yeah. about? Yeah, they, they have, like, receivers everywhere. But, I mean, regardless, I, it, it's a waste of time to debate who's going to finish second, third, or fourth. Uh, it's easy. Uh, uh, Eagles are winning. Giants are going to be second. Cowboys are going to be third. And so that what other happens team if is Eli four. gets hurt? They still get okay, second place. Do you think the Giants are winning above get the, the Cowboys? out of here. I'm just being honest. No, you're being a, a okay, biased hater. Expl- explain why the Giants are going to be Their defense is really, really good. They were terrible last year. Fluke. How is it 2-14 and 14 a fluke? Fluke. That's not facts. You're just saying the defense is really good. Okay. I mean, go look at look at their players they got. They're not going to they, – they have – over the time – over the test of their career, they have this not been – This is the exact same person that Ridiculously said, bad all, all the way through their careers. The Jacksonville Jaguars going to Eli the Apple was terrible last year. And they're yes. actually, they were talking about trading him. Who, who plays he's cor- not one of the ones I was talking about. Okay, I'm so talking about Jackrabbit for main for their main corner. Who's Jackrabbit? I don't. I don't. He ain't done enough for me to know his nickname. We gonna look up their roster real quick. <laughs> I I didn't want to talk about this because I knew that his hatred Jenkins? for the yes. Cowboys would didn't come out. Didn't just find a dead body in his house? He's gonna be distracted. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm. Let me be very clear. He is not under investigation for the murder that they think his brother committed to a record producer in his house. I want that to be clear because I'm pretty sure Janoris Jenkins could beat me up. But, um, oh, you know what? You know what? I might actually be on board with this. I forgot they had Landon Collins. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's easy. Gruden, who gets fired first, Gruden or Garrett? Gruden. Both. Gruden, like Jay Gruden? Both. Yeah. I thought you meant John Gruden. Like, it, he just got it, there. Why are you already trying to fire I'll John tell you Gruden? The, I'll, t- I'll tell you this right now. If, uh, either yeah. one of the coaches does not make the playoffs this year, which I think both of them probably won't. Uh, will both get fired, and that sucks for the fact that I hate when I'm not a big fire coaches. But like, how many years did Jason Garrett go eight and eight? He's kind of really, to be honest, Jason Garrett's a lot like what um, 
I like a lot like what uh, Jeff Fisher was with with Tennessee. He was the master of eight and eight. But he had a few good years and just rode those coattails. Mm-hmm. Yes, bro. So you're telling me that with Andrew Adams and Michael Thomas, who was undrafted out of by the San Francisco 49ers in 2012, with those safeties, their offensive line actually they have Nate Solder. I did not realize they picked him up. This yes. is the same team that about got Nate Solder towards ACL because they got into a fight. So explain to me why the Cowboys are going to finish second then. No, that's not what I said. He said they're finishing third. Well, yeah, and you think they're going to finish second behind the Eagles, right? Yeah. So you you explain to me why do you think the Cowboys? We have are going a very young defense. The defense is going to be really good this year because all those young defense that was learning last year are all coming all coming back. We just got uh, Randy Gregory is going to be back. Uh, uh. Taco Charles just got signed. Huh? Yeah. No, he took the franchise franchise tag. Yeah. And but David Irving got a pop for four games. So I mean the deep and then the secondary is gonna be really, really good next year. I it just all depends on how healthy we can stay on offense. So you're a believer in in Awuzi? Who? Cheeto. Oh, Cheeto, absolutely. She was a beast. Did My you question, watch him last year? I mean, he was all right. I mean, he wasn't like stellar, but he was he wasn't bad. You don't watch Cowboys football. I'm moving on. My question to you is about your receiving core. I agree. That's the 100%. question. For me. I agree. That's the same. That's kind of the same could knock be, I have could, on us. Could Tavon and Cole Beasley in the slot play well together? Absolutely. I have to see it though. If you can pass the ball, if, if the Cowboys can pass the ball enough to make, because listen, the same argument that he said with Leonard Fournette not getting 1,000 yards because they're going to stack the box, even though they still have Marquise Lee. So they still do have him in Jacksonville, but that's not up to high. So if the Cowboys can have a respectable passing game, then I think Zeke's going to run all over the league. Zeke, to me, is as a pure running back, not – not talking about the Le'Veons and the David Johnsons that do both the catching and all that. I think talent-wise, he's one of the most talented running backs in the NFL. There's no discussion on that. He came in the league and dominated as a rookie. Last year, he actually played well. He was just suspended in and then the off and on stuff and all that because he's going into year three, correct? This year is going to tell me everything I need to know about Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. You don't have Des Bryant that you have to pacify. You also don't have Jason Witten as the leader in your locker room. So now it's on. And, and listen, everything. I When I watched Dak Prescott at Mississippi State, I said that's an NFL quarterback. I like his maturity. I think he got put in a terrible position about the anthem that we don't talk about here. But I think he did the best answer he could have gave. And I think this is the year. I don't think Dak Prescott will ever be an elite quarterback. No. But I think he okay, will be a very, very this. good quarterback. Let me ask you this. Me he's a game me, manager. Me, okay. I Guess what? A... When was he drafted? What round? The fourth round. What do you need a fourth round quarterback to do? Be A, your backup. Guess what he had to do his first year? Start and he won 13 games. Hey, what did your quarterback win his first three years? I don't know. I think Stop. I, Marcus Mariota so, kind of plays, been playing like a game manager the last year. Let, let's do a comparison. Okay, let's do a comparison. Two teams that dominate by running the football. Marcus yes. Mariota threw more interceptions and touchdowns. You think? You, you, Look at his first two years and tell me. Yeah, that. and he was not sitting there throwing the ball forty times a game. He there was a run pass offense, run first, pass second. 
Dak Prescott. Last year was a joke. I'm talking about two years before that. He wasn't just carving up defenses. No, I think Marcus Mariota is a better quarterback than Dak Prescott. Okay, do we think who's the better quarterback? Marcus Mariota. I'm I'm a I'm a Dak. This is my like but, I'm not saying Dak is bad. I don't get yes, this wrong. Right. I'm not. No, you I'm say not Dak's saying. Trash all the time. I do that just to aggravate you. You said he's a game manager, and he's definitely not. He's, like, he's a game man. He's let he's me, a game manager that's won thir- twenty-one games in two years. What's twenty-one plus? What what's thirteen plus nine? It's twenty-two actually. You do realize a lot of his. It's from the fact that y'all are able to run the ball so well, right? Okay, not, take away wait. Derrick Henry, take away DeMarco Murray, take away Zeke. How many games did either team four each, period? He's <laughs> so bad. He's so, he is so bad. Because you don't listen. <laughs> Am I wrong? Take away Derrick Henry, take away Zeke. Derrick many- Henry was minimal at, at best on our team last year. It was right, the the one that was getting the most carries off the team last year from Tennessee was was old ass washed up Demarco Murray. Okay, take him away. Take away your running game. How many? How good does the Tennessee Titans do? Not make the playoffs. I hate the argument. Take oh, take away. Bell off the Steelers. We still gonna win ten games. Stop it. Uh, but what I'm saying is I hate the argument of take away his offensive line, take away his receiving core, take away his running game. Any any argument. That's so stupid. Can I ask a question? That's not their fault that their GM can, got. Can I ask a serious question? Why does the term game manager piss people off so much? He's that It doesn't piss me off. because I'm pissed off. Because he, he's kind of right to an extent, but I don't think he's a career game manager. But he was a rookie quarterback, and then last year he's not a, he had a, he's not a Trent Diffler game manager. He, no. here, here's what I was going to get at. I wasn't trying to get hammered down on that because he's a great he's a great guy and he's not a he's not a quarterback that's going to cost you games. Absolutely not. He's going to be he's just not going to be one of those quarterbacks that you can put the game on his back and he's going to carry you to to a ton of wins during the year. Like he's not going to be that guy. He's going to be a guy that puts you in position to win, but he's not going to be the guy that that wins you a game. Got your comparison. Who would you rather have, Eli or Dak? Dak, 30 days, 30 days a month. Ta- Eli now or Dak? You talking about Eli so now want, or Eli want, before? So you want, 20, you want 20 interceptions? I'm t- that's what I'm saying. He's Eli now or career, Dak. Though. He really has. Go look it up. He's done. He's Eli before he really, really started going downhill like he is now, I would have took him. But, but right now, I would take Dak. Okay, Alex Smith or Dak Prescott. Oh, you're going to be mad when I say this. Mm-hmm. I would take Alex Smith. Yeah. Last year's Alex Smith. And I don't like Alex Smith. I'm talking about on their current teams. I'd take Alex Smith. Well, with Washington's roster? Yeah. So, if if I was a a Washington R's fan, would I rather have Alex Smith with that roster or Dak Prescott? Yeah. I'd probably rather have Dak Prescott. But overall, I'm just saying right now, I'm not saying Because he can run for his life. Now, now, a couple years down the road, I would love to have Dak. And I'm not saying... But you got to... I always when this argument gets brought up, same, with, years same though, argument gets brought up with him and Wentz. I always say, when were they drafted? How much are you paying? How much are you paying uh, Marcus Mariota? Three million dollar bonus. You know how many years games it's going to take Dak to make three million dollars? True. Like two seasons. So the problem with Dak is that he was so good his first year, and the receiving core was good, and Zeke was good that the expectations were Words are unfair. Yeah, like like we're in an era now. To where quarterbacks aren't allowed to grow, like 
if they have a good year, we like RG three is the perfect and, example. Like, and then they regress a little bit. Dak wasn't bad last year. He didn't have no and one. And Mariota's going to gonna have that problem now. Is if he has a down year, all Titans fans are going to be. We need a new quarterback. We need a new quarterback. That's, just, the, that's the same thing. That like Mariota had the second down year because he was not good last year, and y'all made the playoffs. And he was very good his first two the years. The chance I'm just going to say, I, agree, I mean, that wasn't his fault. We're, t- we're talking hypothetical, so uh, yes, it could happen, but. The likelihood that he has a year like that again is just—I don't—I don't see it. Because, because you go look, at, go look back at him through his college career, and then go look back at him through his first two years in the NFL. He was never an inaccurate passer that yeah. to that extent. Yeah, but I get—I I liked him in Oregon. I just like to give you a hard time because you talk shit about the Cowboys. But that's off topic. We all agree that the Eagles are winning this division because their defense is stacked. They just added a. Michael Bennett, he's a he's a beast. What what do you got, Jesse? Can I tell you why the Giants will not finish second in this division? I'm gonna go from 2005 to last year. Interceptions: 17, 18, 20. Led the league. 10. Really good year. They didn't make the playoffs that year, by the way. 14, 25, 16, 15, 27, 14, 14, 16. And somehow last year he only had 13, but he only had 19 touchdowns. Okay, let me do you one better. Completion percentage. He's had. He's a 59.8% completion percentage. Now, he's played for a long time. Oh, and his quarterback record is 111-3. and three. Okay. Um, he's made the playoffs one, two, three, four, five, six years, six times in 15 years. So, yes, I would rather have Alex Smith over both those guys. Because now, to be fair, Alex Smith has been on better teams. But the Giants had Michael Strahan. The Giants have Tiki Barber. The Giants have had Odell Beckham Jr., which, in my opinion, is the reason that hey, Eli... I'll tell you right now, it's not hard to Odell Beckham Jr. You cannot tell me anything about Eli Manning. Oh, and his playoff record is 8-4. He's 0 1-1, 0-1, 4-0, 0-1, 4-0, and 0-1. Oh, yeah, and by the way, the years that he didn't win the Super Bowl, he threw three interceptions, one interception, one interception. So he has, And Eli has thrown an interception in every single playoff series he has ever played in. His completion percentage in those playoffs, 55.6, 59.3, 51.7, and 52.3. When Eli Manning is not winning the Super Bowl, he has been a garbage quarterback. He has been a garbage playoff quarterback, and he's going to go into the Hall of Fame. And I don't care because Eli Manning can probably beat me up too, but I am tired about this Eli this, Eli that. Eli is the most overrated quarterback in the NFL besides Joe Flacco. That's the only And thing. I will take Flacco over Eli any day of the That's week. The, I will too. That's the only thing as a Cowboys fan I ever normally get like super irate with Giants fans is when they say Eli is better than Troy Aikman. I'm just like, Hell stop no. it. Can I, stop. Can, can I say two, no. good, things? Can I say two thing, good things about Eli? Number one good thing about Eli, you've got two Super Bowl rings and you balled in those postseasons. Number two, you're kind of funny in your commercials. That's it. That's all the – and you – yeah. And you're a Manning, so I And we like... beat you in 2001 in a seven overtime game because you're garbage. <laughs> I hate, I don't hate Eli Manning the person. I just, dude, I'm so tired of people like, Eli's not really that bad. I'm like, I just, read, I I just read stats. Yeah. I just read I mean, you. Do you really want a quarterback that averages at least an interception a game where you know he's going to give the ball to the, the other team? The problem is at least with Eli once. is sure. that Eli's upside is so high. Like, Eli's one of those quarterbacks that if I was a Giants fan, I'd be so frustrated because, yes, he got you two Super Bowls. And, yes, he's been in the playoffs six times. And so when Eli's really good, he's really good. When Eli's really bad, and he's got that stupid face. Yeah. So who's the best quarterback in the NFC East? 
Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. Yeah, and, and that's hey, this is coming from a Cowboy fan. Who would you say the best quarterback in the division is? And, I, and Carson I, Wentz. Carson okay, Wentz only played two years. Why but... you look at me crazy? I, I, no, I wasn't looking at you because of that. Because Chris America just said something. About, you looked up. I was like, "Did you see that?" He said, "Eli, ne- Eli never buys stuff online because he knows his information will get intercepted." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was awesome! Uh, I, I'm sorry for everybody listening because we probably just broke your ears. I am very sorry, and I apologize. What if Eli Manning owns Sports Radio America? <laughs> Be like, uh, it's like uh, Eli, can I keep my job and still say that you're trash? No, you're, you're we Hey, we're just being honest. Like, this he'll is, give we, you the Eli Manning face, and then he'll say you're fine. But I'll tell you this: I can we go try down, me, I can go we down try this me, list uh, and I could tell you, I would like Eli Manning on like ten or fifteen of these teams above the quarterbacks they have right now. Oh yeah. So Eli's hey, trash but, compared to what people say he is. Hey, can I just throw a random poll since we're doing just football related talk? It's not even team related, but. We talk, uh, we talk sports good, and another twelve ounce radio yeah, station. They put show. a poll up twenty two hours ago. So they said, "Is the triple option the best offense ever designed?" Yes, absolutely, or no, no, because if I we're hate talking America. about NCAA the football game. Absolutely, because if you know how to run that, it's a beast. Wishbone, run the triple Ooh. option out of the wishbone. Uh, the wishbone is pretty dope. good. I think the Wildcat was the best offense ever designed because you don't yeah, have that you, quarterback on the field. It's, Especially if you can get a guy that played quarterback or understands the quarterback position. Oh my mm-hmm. god! Like Heinz Ward. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm he played quarterback at Georgia, bro. I know he did, but I'm talking about in the college game that they did. I don't can't think of anybody. I tell you one that threw me for a leave when they put Josh Cribbs in Cleveland when they ran him in the option. It was okay. Timeout. What happened to Josh Cribbs? Where is he? He just quit. Play. He just never got picked back up. That's crazy. Damn, the Browns have killed somebody else. <laughs> Pretty much. I forgot about Josh Cribbs. He was so good. He was good. But you imagine right now they could have Josh Cribbs, Josh Gordon, and hey, they could I have will be honest, Jarvis Landry. Like, if, they have the best receiving court in the NFL. All right, we've ended the East talk. Sorry, sorry, my bad. I didn't mean to get y'all a topic. I oh, just happened fine, to come across I, that. I just thought about this. So the Eagles are winning but, the East. Yes, 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 hands down, because that team is so stacked. But they won't be longevity. You know why? Because they have to pay all these fools. When that, they have to pay Carson Wentz, they're going to be screwed. Yeah, and I don't trust his knees. That's the thing. It's kind of like it's kind of like what the Rams are in the situation with with, with Aaron Donald. Screwed. They're definitely losing Aaron. The Rams Donald. better win a Super Bowl than that. I'm with you. Yeah, the Rams better win a Super Bowl with all this because they ain't going to be able to pay all them dudes. But we'll, well, we'll talk about that next week when we yeah. talk about the AFC uh, and the NFC. The West. Rams also were smart and paid a lot of dudes that were older that they can just get rid of and replace. Yeah, that's the problem with the. The Eagles is they've got not older but mid, yeah, that are gonna want one more big deal. Well, they can't pay them that, so they're all gonna leave. That's mm-hmm. why I think long term the Cowboys are set up. We're so the Cowboys and the Giants are set up better than both the other teams because y'all are young have and you, you have cap flexibility. Y'all gave Zach Martin y'all's deal already, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Listen to how many people that are on rookie contracts are just signed their first year. All right. Every wide receiver minus Tavon Austin and Cole Beasley is rookie or younger and tied in position and everything. Okay. Dak Prescott, Zeke, our offensive line is all young. No veterans. Tyron Smith's the oldest. He's not that old. He's only like 25, 26. Yeah. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah. And our defense, uh, everybody other than Zach. And Sean Lee. I mean Zach. Sean Lee, everybody else is 
under 25. So what do you do with Tyron? Sean Lee stays healthy. I could win the division this year. Everybody else is 25 or under on that defense. Sean Lee can just stay healthy for two years. In this division, Dallas is better set up than anybody else because they built to the draft. Eagles sold out and won a championship. That's fine. I'm cool with that. But now, what are you going to do when everybody wants to get paid? I think they have a smart young coach. Or he's not really young, but Peterson. But I like him. I, I like their coach. I think they're going to be okay because they're – But yeah, I'm with you. And so, yeah, the, the, the NFC East is – But I think Dallas – you think Dallas can make a wild card? Possibly. I don't see it, though. I see 8-8, eight and eight, They could fight seven. for it. They could fight for it, in my opinion. I just think – They're still too young. The NFC South and is that, really stacked. That uh, oh, that, uh, that's what that's the Minus problem. And you led me perfectly into this. We're about talking the NFC South. They're so loaded. Are we talking the NFC South or NFC North? NFC South. We mm-hmm. talked about the NFC North. Remember last week we, did. we talked about oh, the, that was the, AFC North. No, we talked about both. We talked about Green Bay. We talked about okay. Minnesota. But AFC South. Uh, yeah, because we made a you, bet. Yeah, y'all made a bet. That was the week. We made a bet. We had to get this step in order. We I had so it in lost. order. <laughs> I just swore you said NFC. Anyways, so. I'd rather talk about the NFC South anyways. We've <laughs> right. got Tampa Bay. We've got New Orleans, Atlanta, and Carolina. Carolina. I know who scouting Chase Gage and Mr. Mike will think is going to win this division. They're all Carolina fans. Chase Gage yesterday quoted our tweet and said that they are going 19-0. Crickets. Exactly. I was trying to make sure that was possible. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's like playoff games. Yeah. You can't go 20-0. You know, That's going to be the most competitive, competitive division in the NFL. And let David's favorite quarterback, Jameis Winston, come out here and do not get us fired. Hush, stop. <laughs> Let Jameis Winston. Come I ain't even got nothing to. Control I, I honestly don't even have nothing to say about him. He makes a joke of himself enough as it you is. You know what? I am now actually with him on that. How many times do you I am get tired second of chance? I'm tired of him. You think he'll be a backup? I think he's about to be out the league. I agree. And there's should so, be. There are people he, on TV. He should. He deserves to get the right rice treatment. So who do you think is going to win this division? Saints. I have the Saints and the Steelers in the Super Bowl, but I'm not confident about. I, I went. I do. So when I, I was in the trailer in the Army, yeah, I'm, I was going through this division, and dude, like I was starting to pull my hair out because of the, those three teams. I could see any of them winning the division. Yeah, because the Buccaneers can't. aren't. I'm sorry. The top three. The okay, top three. Gotcha. I mean, Tampa Bay is has problems way beyond Jameis. Their whole roster doesn't make any sense to me. Um, I just that whole team is just. This, that whole franchise, since I have a buddy named Aaron Woods that I lived with in Waco, Texas. He went to Washtenaw Baptist. He's a diehard Tampa Bay fan. Ever since Tony, really, ever since Tony Dungy left and after they won the Super Bowl with Gruden, that franchise has not been anything. When's the last time Tampa Bay was good? When they won the Super Bowl. Name the quarterback before, name the quarterback before Jameis Winston that was worth a crap in this league. For Tampa? For Tampa. Before Jameis. Oh, Jameis is honestly the best Doug Johnson? Doug Johnson was a mediocre backup. And no, they had Rob Johnson. No. They had one of them Johnson dudes that was mediocre. And they won because of that defense, right? So if we're saying that whichever Johnson they had is the best quarterback they've had, and Jameis is more talented than that guy, I can tell you that. And I'm not a Jameis Winston fan, for people who think I am. I just thought he had potential coming out of Florida State. They haven't had a quarterback. 
they went to a like the year before they went to the Super Bowl. They had a Sean Hill, not Sean Hill. They had the uh, they had a Sean King. Sean King. They had Sean King. Wow, why did I remember that? Thank you because I, I was I didn't want to say the African American quarterback who played for the Bucks because it sounds <laughs> racist and it's not. I just I and and he, and he was fun to watch. They Doug Martin. They're ruining him. Is he yeah, Doug Martin's or, gone. He's already gone. Exactly. He was good, but I, I think they finished fourth. And so it's a three-headed race that everybody thinks it's going to be with really good quarterback play. And I think all three are going to make the playoffs. And they all could. And I think it'll come down to week 14, 15, and 16, just like it did last year. It depends on when they play each other. Because remember last year, they all played each other like at twice at the end of the year. I love some Cam Newton. Uh, I love some... Uh, Christian McCaffrey or Drew Brees? Drew Brees. And so... It comes down to the problem with Atlanta is going to be is Julio Jones going to be fully bought in mentally after his holdout and wanting money and all this stuff. I think Atlanta is going to finish third in the division, and I think Matt Ryan's going to have a down year. I think they're, but that that sounds crazy because I love their coach. I love Dan Quinn. I think Dan Quinn's. I think Dan Quinn was the right hire for that organization. But their defense is always like twenty fifth in the NFL with talent. I have no idea why that happened. They have good running backs. They have good receivers, and Matt Ryan's a a good quarterback. I I got him in like tier three. <laughs> if Carolina can ever two. figure out how to keep receivers for Cam Newton, but he wins without them. Like Cam Newton's been in the playoffs what three of the past four years, and I don't trust Cam Newton because he's Cam Newton. Like if that makes sense, like the way he plays quarterback, not him personally. I don't care about all I, the. He's just so big that he trusts he's that big. And I hope he doesn't get hurt. He always seems to do enough to get him in the playoffs. And, like, his MVP year. He's just such a crybaby. That's the only, That's my biggest knock on Cam. He he cries he cries and whines and complains too dang much. But he's got a point. It's the same problem with Big Ben. Is Yeah, those big get, quarterbacks have a point, though, because they hit them low all the time. And he does not get the flags because that he's the so other big, quarterbacks Because they stay upright when you're – Eli Manning's and Peyton's are going to fall right to the ground and get the flag every time. Or Tom Brady. Throw Tom Brady. No, I don't like the way that Cam handles losing. I, I don't like oh, that. I no. agree with you on that. I, he, he's got to get better at that. And I, and this whole I'm a sore loser because I hate losing, cool. But, bro, you get Michael paid, did that. You get paid millions of dollars, and you get to be the face of a franchise, and we forgave you for stealing them computers when you were in college if you really did that. Like, and crab legs. And, he, and the thing about... No, that, no, that, that was Jameis. Never was Jameis. But Cam is so likable when he's likable, right? But when he loses, he's like, ugh, get out of here. Like, like grow up. But then when he's like, I love the Cam. Like, Cam, he has a great smile. He has a great personality. He's funny because he says stuff that he does not pay attention to what he's saying. Yeah. He says, like, Bomani Jones once played all these clips of Cam just saying stuff that made no sense at all. Like, Hindsight forty forty, <laughs> yeah, I remember but that. it's that funny. 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 Like, and so we like that part of Cam. I like the yeah. way Cam plays football. I like it when he gives the ball to the fans in the crowd. He's st- extremely talented. My question is, is if your completion percentage is getting worse further in your career, because his rookie year he was throwing Dilfer dimes were like he was he had like ten Dilfer dimes that year. I I just know that Cam's arm strength is the best out of either these top three quarterbacks. It's just. Yes. Accuracy sometimes, and sometimes you just need to take it off because you don't need to throw a 100-mile-an-hour fastball on a slant, and he does that from time to time, where literally you leave the football imprint on somebody's stomach. Yeah. So, I mean, I love Cam Newton. I don't, it's so hard. I 
It's almost a coin toss because when it comes down to the end of the year, it's going to come down to which team has the better defense, and I'm going with the New Orleans Saints. I'm picking New Orleans to win this division just because I think this is Drew Brees' real last hurrah. I think if I think they're going all in this year because I think it's almost time for Brees to go. But the way that he plays, and that, and now that they have a running game, he could play another three or four years. He doesn't that, get that hurt. running. That running game is pretty stout. I think any of these three teams in most other divisions would win those divisions. Can we argue something real quick? What is Drew Brees New Orleans? Is he? New he Orleans? is. Yeah. I mean, now that Little Wayne lives in Miami, and the Little Wayne's kind of falling off, like Drew Brees is New Orleans. If there's some, never mind. I was gonna say there's two things. There's two, there's two, there's two the, things. The next was. one you could argue is Anthony Davis. But Brees has a. But he has two. Brees has Super Bowl. And Brees so that trumps that. And he, and Anthony Davis will only be that because I don't want him to leave. Yeah. Yeah. Ten years. But bro, I, when I went to New Orleans last November or December, whenever I went. Go ahead, Ian. Oh. I say what you were gonna say. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Why did you cut me off? Weird. I'm <laughs> what were you gonna say? I was just going to say, when I went down to New Orleans, there is Drew Brees stuff everywhere. Yeah, like, he's, all he, up and down Bourbon Street. Quarterbacks are always, and especially quarterbacks that handle situations the way that he does. And he went there right after Katrina, too. Yeah. And, like, embodied that city. Yep. So, no, no hate to anyone else that's from New Orleans. I mean, but Drew Brees is... Do I think Carolina can win this division? Absolutely. It's one of those things... You can't guess this early. You can guess me. Like, okay, I think New Orleans defense can. But, well, let's say Cam Newton goes out there and gets hurt. Well, then Carolina's not going to be. Yeah, injured. the thing about football is injuries. Like, in the NBA. Who can survive the, the injury bug? You can predict injuries better in basketball because they're more fluky. In football, somebody on every team is going to tear an ACL and be out for the year. It just depends on who that dude is. Someone's going to be out for six games. Someone's going to get popped for PED. Someone's going to smoke some weed. It happens every year. Probably Josh Gordon. Uh, the corner, the cornerback. <laughs> Josh Gordon alone. One of the cornerbacks <laughs> for uh, Carolina just got. I don't remember his name. I talked to Chris about it, but Jerry is right. Yeah. So things like that that happen in camp that you might not hear about, but then week one you're like, oh, where's what's it? What? Blah, like San blah, Diego's blah. cornerback is out for the year. Yeah, Dallas. Their one of their receivers just got towards labrum. So it's like. Those type of injuries that are happening early in camp, where you're like, "Oh, this is not good." You gotta hate injuries like that. And then you gotta look at stuff like holdouts. Like, if yeah. a guy holds out and misses all, like Le'Veon Bell, mm-hmm. or anyone else that holds He's, out, he might be a little rusty. Yeah, and then he'll end up being okay. But it's like that's and it's the schedules. Like you don't. It's so hard to go schedule by schedule and see who's gonna be good. We yeah. talked about this before, but Chris America just put a put up a good comment. Uh, Crazy thought that when Saban was in Miami, he wanted Breeze, and the front office didn't. If Breeze signs in Miami, Saban might have never come to Alabama. Oh, I've been saying that. And Breeze would have never been in. Breeze wouldn't have never made New Orleans the way he is. Absolutely. New Orleans would probably still be be trash just because as much as I think that Sean Payton's a good coach, I almost forgot his name, that's why I was pointing at you. Um, Breeze is one of those, like, once-in-a-generational quarterbacks. Like, we've got... lucky to have this league with this many good quarterbacks. We talk about all the trash quarterbacks because there's a lot of them that float through the league. Do but we've know, had, we've been. Do you know why New Orleans Saints bother me so much sometimes? Sean Payton, you know why? Why? He used to be an assistant oh, yeah. in Dallas. He's assistant in Dallas, and I really thought y'all should have gave him the job when God. y'all gave Jason Garrett the job. 
<laughs> and people say that I hate Jason Garrett. I'm just like, dude, eight and eight this many times. Like, you can. There's only two years I give you a pass for. And I'm always two years Romo got hurt. I'm always quick to back him because of the years Romo got hurt. But also, we our defenses haven't been that great in the Romo era. And who does that fall back on? Coaching. My problem with him is not that I don't think he can coach football. But coaching is a whole package. And yeah. I just, there's something about him on that sideline that doesn't scream, I'm in charge. He's a, I too feel, much of a player's coach. I feel, like, I feel like the Joneses run the football team and Garrett's just there to, hey, what y'all want me to do? Okay, okay. He's a okay. puppet master. He's kind of like what the coaches are that whenever LeBron is on the team. It's just, they're just, that's, they're second but, but fiddle. That's actually fair. That's kind of fair because. Uh, because of the coaches they hired, not Spolster. Spolster was different. LeBron tried He was to a puppet master. No, he wasn't, because you don't read and you don't know what happened. So when Le- let's get let's go over this real quick. Since you want to jump on LeBron all the time, LeBron went to Pat Riley and tried to get Spolster replaced. Pat Riley said, "I'm not coaching. You better go figure out how to make it work." Spolster was the coach of that team. Every other one I give you, but that's because they hire guys that. So LeBron has had. Why do you think Jimmy Johnson? Three of left? LeBron's four coaches were first-time head coaches. And old-ass Paul Silas. No offense to Paul Silas, but he was not had a good record in the NBA. I'll tell you. And now Luke Walton will be his fourth. And I'm not counting that little stint in Golden State because he ain't coached that team. So this will be LeBron's fourth first-time head coach. You think LeBron would be so much a coach killer had he got pop? Had he got? If Pat Riley was actually the coach. In Miami, no. Nah. Because you know why I say Spolster is the coach? Because the Miami Heat are still playoff Be, bound. And I will tell you, LeBron's not first year coaches understand, they're like, I want to keep my job. Well, who do I have to keep have to keep my job? Your superstars. Okay. Same with Jason Basketball Garrett. the NFL is a little different, though. Coaches, players I, get coaches fired way yeah. more in basketball than they do in the NFL. I think uh, Jason Garrett would have been fired already if he wasn't a lifer. Yes. If he wasn't a cowboy backup. If he wasn't a cowboy assistant. Because y'all ran be away Phyllis out that job super fast, and I didn't. I don't see much improvement. He is a much better defense coordinator than a head coach. I agree. And it, and listen, all these guys are coaching, and like none of us on this show are qualified to coach in these leagues. <laughs> nope. But we call stuff how we see it, mm-hmm. and like I just Tomlin's too much of a player's coach, but he's in charge. Oh yeah, you, like, Tomlin's just a—he's a mixture of the both, though. Like they love him because they know he'll go to war for them. When you listen to him talk in the press conferences, like he's in charge. Like he will—and I don't care that Ben called him out. Ben called out everybody in his career. I, I'm ready for Ben to retire. I wanted to win a Super Bowl, but I'm sick of Ben. <laughs> y'all need to, y'all need to draft a quarterback. We did like fast. Mason Rudolph. Let's hope so. Or Josh Dobbs, the future. Uh, I'm kidding. Dobbs. Mason Rudolph has more time. <laughs> Josh Dobbs may not make the roster. But we're running on eight minutes. I guess we're not going to take a break because there's no point in taking a break now. Nope. Right. Long-winded day today. Yeah, what did – there was something you wanted to talk about. You said there end. was some, some breaking news or something and about – Oh, we had a contact – Huh? The, 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 the scout team, and they're, like, trying to oh, break up their band up. That's true. So who would we want if we wanted to – Try and snag one of them up. Mac, Mac. to Mike. <laughs> oh, snap. Mac, Mac, I, if I took man, Mac, say, Mac is me but older. I'll say Mac because Mac might get us fired though. Hey, nah. If we took 
And he's he, our promotion guy. Problem he's with, he, he, he 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 he's the man, the men's model guy. Remember? Oh, yeah. El aficionado or whatever they call him. The aficionado. What about Loudbeard? He's got a sexy beard. Is hey, the problem yet? with Loudbeard and Chris, they try to take my job. <laughs> okay, explain this to the people because I still don't know what happened with all this trade stuff. I woke up one day and Ian was getting traded to the scout team and we were getting somebody from there and then Jimmy jumped in and wanted to, we were like, I'm, I'm like, what is going on? And then they put this poll up that like, Whoever wins this competition is going to really leave the show. I don't believe y'all, for one. Yeah. Y'all are full of it. Yeah. Nobody believing y'all. Quit that. Yeah, like, y'all need each other. Like We need each other. Like, me and David might get into it, but it, it's for the good. It's Bro, Ian was pissed at me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm glad I was not on the, the AFC South, or I would have went nuts. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we did that. On, I did that on purpose. I was like, let's talk about the Titans in a week that Ian's not here because I can't deal with y'all. We, we've discussed not talking about the Cowboys or Titans all year. Cause that might That's be not possible. Decision. We will be talking about freaking field hockey and they'll be like, <laughs> it's kind of like that one time this Titans quarterback. And I'm like... <laughs> I mean, I just feel like bring up the Titans and be like, "You mean the Herman Boone Titans?" I mean, I mean, honestly, it's like you kind of got to relate it to what you watch the most. I, mean, I get you, man. I get you. I agree. I mean, I end up. I mean, I know my teams aren't always relevant to the situation, but I do have little the tidbits. Is, is two of your teams aren't relevant at all, and not not talking about the Titans. The Mavericks and the Rangers ain't relevant at all right now, bro. I know. Now I hope the Mavericks are because that's my second favorite team, and. You don't, you know, I'm really waiting for you to say something ridiculous so I can put my uh, 2011 Cowboys, uh, I'm sorry, my 2011 Mavericks championship hat up for a bet. Okay. Oh, yeah. Why do you have one of those? So my, my sister-in-law, Leah, had two hats. And she's like, oh, I got, I have, she had a Green Lantern hat and a 2011 Mavericks championship hat. And she gave them to me. So I am willing to put that up for a bet at some point. But I'm going to wait till football okay. season. I'm going to wait till we get knee-deep in the football season because I won't be missing any shows during football season because I'll be in school and I can't just run off and go do Army stuff. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I like all them scout team guys. But why do we all say Mac? Because <laughs> Mac's hilarious. That's why. Mac is hilarious. only reason I said Mac is because I know that Loudbeard and chris america are both hosts on other shows and they were trying to take my job and i can't be having that i'm the producer I'm the sound guy. all this stuff i be doing to make sure we sound good oh so they wanted to come to rehab sports guys and start do, being the producer i'm scared that's what i would be scared of so they're kind of like puffy they want to be in the video <laughs> <laughs> they they want you, it all. Hey, hey, if you want to come to a sports radio show where the producer ain't all up in the video and all up on the songs, come to Rehab Sports Guys. Shout out to Suge Knight, and I hope they lock you under the jail. <laughs> he, did you so Suge Knight a couple years ago during the shooting of uh, Straight Outta Compton, like ran over somebody in the car? I hope they lock you up, Suge Knight. Um, you remember uh, there was a scene in Notorious I was going to talk about. Uh, yeah, so Scout Team, if you've ever seen the movie Notorious, there's a scene where uh, Biggie goes to call Tupac and Puff Daddy hangs up the phone. Hey, man, don't let someone hang up the phone. Y'all better squash y'all's beef. <laughs> All right, so we have about three minutes left. And well, I, what was it? Logic said the only thing I give him is a dial zone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we did this on our hog show that we do on Mondays, uh, but we're doing a T-shirt contest. So anytime you retweet an original tweet, not a anytime we quote tweet anything or anything like that or comment, anytime you tweet a original tweet of ours starting 
was August 27th, which is the first weekend of football season, football season I believe. And anytime you do that, we're going to put your name down, or we write it down, and put it in a hat. We're doing two shirts. And one will go to the person with the most retweets the entire season. The other will go to whoever gets their name picked out of the hat. You might end up with two shirts. And well, with the Rehab Sports guys, I have all these logos in different colors. And so you'll be able to pick from your two from your favorite team colors, and I'll send it to you. So, like, if you're a Green Bay Packer fan, I'll send you – it'll be a green logo on a uh, yellow shirt. That's awesome. So just – why do I got 21 new interactions on Twitter? <laughs> so keep retweeting, keep tweeting at us. I'm, me and David are on social media all the time, so what about we'll me? keep up with it. You ain't on social media as much as we are. I'm sure not. I try, guys. So make sure you follow us. Keep up with us. You might end up with a free T-shirt. Hey, we'll also be selling T-shirts in your team colors. Just hit us up. And remember, my Twitter is RSG underscore J Will Wizard. I just had to say that again. And I am RSG underscore Villain. I guess Ian ain't giving out his Twitter today. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know it's just RSG Twitter. underscore Ian. Yeah, RSG underscore Ian. So what, what, what's our Rehab Sports Guys Twitter? At Rehab, At Sports, rehab guys. Sports Guys. I should probably line that, right? <laughs> yeah, you probably should. Hey, guys. Round 